Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. Hope everyone is having a phenomenal Monday morning. You know, I look forward to every day of the week, but my Fridays and my Mondays, for different reasons, are, are two of the most exciting days for me. I know that Friday night after Aces Radio Live, I'm pretty much done. I get to hang out at the pool, get to see what Paige wants. We always take a drive on Saturday or Sunday, and I get to listen to the beauty of her voice. And that's something that I just treasure. During the week, sometimes we don't get to do as many trips as we used to because we've got everything going on. But that's some quality time. I know Monday morning I'm going to get back up and I'm going to hit it hard. And I get to meet some interesting people the next five days. That's the cool part. You know, this is an exciting time. We're in an exciting book, The Social Media Symphony by Michael Magalock. Bagel, Mag, I'm going to screw that up all the time. I'm talking with him this week. I'll get it right. Mago Nick. How's that? <laughs> oh, let Gilhouse deal with this stuff. But this chapter today that we're on is just called Facebook. That's it. And, and you know, we were talking earlier about brands and stuff, but when you think about Facebook, it's, it's kind of like what Mike, Mike does in the opening chapter. It's just a big F. And, you know, that's Facebook. Now, Mike says something interesting. He opens this chapter, and I had to sit here and ponder this. He says, I've personally tried to keep my Facebook account personal while utilizing LinkedIn, Twitter, and my blog for business use. Unfortunately, Facebook is just too powerful of a tool to put a limitation on it. Between the Facebook business pages, Facebook ads, notes, and more, it has actually become a greater tool for promoting and growing a business. And, and I agree with that. Sadly, though, there are people out there that say they're in business, and they put the stupidest. I used to use the word unresourceful, but, I mean, this is just double dumb stuff they put on their Facebook. If you're going to be in business, I don't want to know that you and your wife or you and your girlfriend just got in a fight, just made love, just bought a new TV. I don't care about that stuff. Now, am I to an extreme there? No. I see some of the stupidest stuff. I've got a, I've got a CEO friend of mine, drop-dead gorgeous guy. I mean, this guy's a stud. His wife is a professional model. And I know some of you are saying, oh, oh, I know who you're talking about. No, you don't. I've got a lot of CEOs whose wives are professional models, and they may not be inside of network marketing. But here's the kicker. Some of the pictures that his wife has posed in, because she is a model, doesn't need to be on her Facebook profile. They need to be on her website, in her, pro, in her, in her gallery, in her photo page. And the same thing rings true with leaders. There's just certain things that if you're going to be trying to do business, you don't need that crap up there. And I mean, I'm telling you what, his wife is worth looking at. She's a beautiful young lady. But there's some things that are inappropriate, period. And you've got you've to look at this. You've got to pay attention. What Mike's saying here is so true. He goes on, he says this, Facebook is quite possibly the most important communication tool in the 21st century to date. And I agree with that. Sunday, we had a volunteer uh, orientation at our church, and I happened to be one of the facilitators on, on one of the teams. So... 
I was asked to greet people at the door, and, and we do all that. And as we got into our meeting, it was made very clear. We communicate via Facebook. We communicate via your cell phone. We use a social network, private social network, to communicate with. Everything we're doing is technology-based, but everything we do connects to Facebook, period, plain and simple. That's the way most people are today. Now, some are going to say, Troy, I'm, I'm 55 years old, never had a Facebook page, period. Okay, that's awesome. But the majority of people aren't you. The majority of people have a Facebook page. When you look at Starbucks, who was late to the game, 2007 is when they started their social media initiative. Today, they have Im- implemented, or, or I shouldn't even use, I'm going to use this word, instigated changes on Facebook more than any other company out there. And it's because they have such a huge following. And it's been beneficial to all of us that use it for business. See, if you're gonna if you're gonna look at this, you you've got to understand social media in and all the four major players. Michael Wright says he says let's dig deeper. Why is Facebook so popular for business, and why is it critical to have a business presence? First of all, it's a no-brainer. Part of the answer is that Facebook is home for more than half a billion people. I agree with him on that one. Secondly, the personal nature of Facebook enables a business user to connect to people on a personal level. See, in the old days, we saw Sears and Roebuck as the giant Sears Tower in Chicago. Today, it's just everyday people. Starbucks, Howard Schultz sends me personal emails because I'm a fan at Facebook, I'm a card-carrying Starbucks user, and I bought his book and got on his his quasi-private email along with probably half a billion other people. So when he does a a webinar or what do you call it? He does a live stream over at Ustream. I get to be part of that and get to listen and get to, to, get to see what he's up to. I feel like I kind of know him. Well, that and the fact I'm a Starbucks stockholder also. I bought into that brand. There's no network marketing to that. I just bought into it. I really like what they stand for. I think they're great for people. Now it's a personal level. He doesn't know me. Man, I sure feel like I've known him. See, that's what it's about right there. That's why Facebook becomes so unique. Now, today we're doing some things a little different because Mike just puts phenomenal stats in this chapter, and I want to use these stats to drive home the fact this is why you need to look at what you're doing on Facebook, clean it up, and utilize it to build your business in a professional manner. Number one, Facebook currently hosts half a billion users with 50% of them. 250 million people logging in every day. That's pretty wild. If Facebook was a country, it would be the third in population rank behind China and India. The social network giant continues to see significant growth, close to 7.9% a second of new registers. New people are coming in. Every every doggone second. I mean, 7.9 new people. That's pretty wild. Facebook recently trumped Google as the top source of traffic rooted through other major portholes. Now, that's big. Now, that's why advertising has gone up so big on Facebook. You want to know something funny? I'm on Facebook daily. I mean, if you if you look, when my system comes on, I've got one system that's 
that's dedicated to nothing but social media. When that system comes on, it's early in the morning before the sun comes up, and it's on all day long. I've never one time clicked on an ad at Facebook. That's pretty wild because Facebook ads are huge, and people are buying, and people are using them, and they're working. But I'm one of those weirdos that have never clicked on an ad at all. Number five, the top three companies with the largest number of Facebook users are the United States, Indonesia, and the United Kingdom. You may be saying, but what happened to China? China's got one of the largest social networks in the world. It's all included to them, though. I mean, it's pretty huge. You'd be amazed. Nearly half of all Americans, 42.3%, use Facebook, whereas 7% of Americans have a Twitter account. Isn't that wild? Think about that one for a second. Everybody talks about Twitter. Mike's going to talk about Twitter. Only 7% of Americans have a Twitter account. Get this. This will blow your mind. 70% of Facebook users reside outside the United States. The U.S. is not represented in the top five global cities with the most Facebook users. They are Jakarta, Indonesia, Istanbul, Turkey, Mexico City, Mexico, obviously, London, the U.K., and Bangkok, Thailand. Now talk about, now think about this one just for a second as a networker. You want to build your business internationally. Then you start. You have to start making connections on Facebook. You want to know the other cool thing? I noticed that I can now use my phone through Facebook because they finally got integrated with the Skype deal. Pretty slick, huh? I mean, when you look at stuff that's going on, it truly is kind of amazing here to see what's happening. Usage of Facebook in Asia and Africa have increased dynamically in the past year with Asia increasing its users by 24%, Africa 27%. That's just in the first three months of 2011. Some of my good friends like BK Breko just opened up in Kenya. You think Facebook isn't a part of that? Listen to this one. Users aged 18 to 24 constitute the largest single age demographic on Facebook, but this is just strictly from my mom here. The 65-plus crowd is the largest growing segment with over 120% growth. We're going to be getting her on Facebook here in a little bit so she can hang out with her grandkids. See, this is amazing when you when you think about it. This has become the third place in your life. Men don't go to the barber shop anymore. Ladies aren't going to the city square sitting on a bench and chit-chatting. In the old days, they called it gossiping. They're hanging out on Facebook, getting getting connected with their friends, seeing what's going on. That's pretty wild. Now, here's one that's going to blow your mind, I think. Both men and women have an average of 130 friends on Facebook. How many friends do you have? An average of 130 friends. I have close to 5,000 in one profile. I'm headed up towards 1,000 in the other profile. Doesn't count what's on my pages. You want to know, want to know something I do? I don't like having that many friends, so I'm always going through and deleting people. If people don't have anything to say, if I'm on their site and it has nothing but game crap on it, they're not somebody. They're just taking up space in my life. I am cold when it comes to this. Now, Jimmy Jimmy has a whole different philosophy, man. He just he's He's got so many people waiting to be his friend, but he goes out of his way to make friends. I don't do that. 
less than 25% of the people that have ever come to me, I clicked on to be a friend. My philosophy, right or wrong, my philosophy is if I put content that adds value to people's lives, they will want to connect to me on a daily basis. And they'll say, hey, Troy, can we hang out and be friends? And that's how that works. Now, there's a lot, I want you to know, of that 25%, CEOs, top critics, uh, big consultants, I have gone out of my way to say, I would like to be connected with you because I see that you could add value to my life. But my goal was never to just connect with a boatload of people at Facebook. It was to be a conduit to get my message out of advocacy on how great this profession is. And that's what I've done. Get this. This, this, this is pretty wild. Women have 55% more wall posts than their male counterparts. Well, women use more words than men do on a daily basis. They have to get that out somehow, and Facebook is a great way to do it. I'm not being facetious. It's a scientific fact. Some of the greatest posts I've ever read come from females on Facebook, and I've taken them and used them. According to the Nielsen poll, Americans spend 25% of their online time on social networks. Facebook dominates those networks, taking in the lion's share of 85%. I'm also really weird there because I'm not, I'm not really on Facebook all day long. I actually use a special portal where all of, the, all of my accounts are up and running, and I'm able to see what's happening and what's going on and what I need to connect to. I think Mike talks about this further in here. Americans spend 13.9 billion minutes on Facebook each year. You want to know why TV sucks and why people aren't watching it, why they TiVo everything? It's because they're on Facebook. It's that plain and simple. People ages 18 to 24 share more information via Facebook than they do via email, 76 to 70% respectively. Folks, I'm telling you what, I was born into email. And it's on its way out for certain niches, such as just average communication. That is not what most people use these days, especially the kids. I can send my kids an email, and I'll be lucky if they read it in a month. I send them a text, I get an instant response. I send them something on Facebook, within a couple hours, I'm getting back. they're getting back with me. It's that plain and simple. Over 250 million people engage with Facebook every month via external websites, i.e., Hey, that's Troy's profile. I'm going to click here even though I'm on his blog and that'll connect me. Or, oh, I'm going to like that article. I did that today. Three articles went up this morning while I was having coffee off Fox News. Of those three articles, one has spurred on a, con- a conversation unlike any other about marriage and the connection between marriage and business loyalty. So let's look at what Mike says about Facebook marketing, advertising, and commerce. Social networks are visited by three-quarters of the world's global online consumers. You want to market something, you want to share something, you want to find information about a product, you're headed to a social site. Now, let me share something that a lot of people don't realize. eBay, Craigslist, Angie's List, Yelp, these are social sites, folks. Okay? These are where people hang out and exchange consumer-led conversations. They read consumer content, not company propaganda. 
Over 2.5 million websites have integrated with Facebook, including 80 of Comscore's top 100 U.S. websites. Amazing. 71% of recent respondents said reviews from friends and families excerpt the single greatest influence in their buying decisions. You go over on Facebook, say, hey, man, I'm thinking about buying a new a new pair of panties. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and be edgy. Most of the men would say, well, hey, go to Victoria's Secrets. But you want to know what happens? The women say, hey, you know what? Haynes has got some really comfortable things. Hey, over here, Fruit of the Loom's got some great. Here, here's a new place over here. Hey, what kind are you looking for? If you're looking for those those really comfortable feeling ones, if you're working or if you're looking for, I mean, it goes on. I, 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 look, I watch this whole thread. Very polite, very professional, but it's women exchanging things on, hey, I need to get some new panties. Now I'm sitting there looking at that thinking, this is unbelievable. These ladies are really trying to help each other out. I saw another one the other day where a lady said, hey, I'm, I'm at the store and I need to make a pie and I'm looking for ingredients for XY pie. Now, it was amazing to me how many different recipes ended up in just a few minutes while she's standing there looking for an ingredient. And it's like, this is what goes on. Now, this is interconnecting on a personal level. You want to know why? Because 71% of respondents listen to what their friends and family say. This is counterintuitive to the network marketing myth that says, oh, don't go to your friends and family, man. They'll tell you no all the time. That's not true. It's how you go to your friends and family that will get the response, whether positive or negative. According to a recent Facebook survey, 49% of users say they feel better about brands that have a presence on social networking sites. Listen, if you're a local business and you don't have a Facebook presence, you better get it. And then you better connect to local people and other local businesses. That's how people are going to know, hey, man, that's a pretty cool deal. They've taken the time to do something on Facebook. 21. Social commerce sales are expected to increase sixfold by 2015 just because of the social sites. 5% of businesses, this is powerful right here, listen to this. 5% of businesses with a Facebook page currently have a Facebook storefront for direct sales. Now, I'm not going to go into that one. That's huge, that's big. We, we may, I may bring Mike on one of these days and we'll talk about that in particular. Get this one here. This is great. The original Facebook share button evolved into the like button. The new button has additional features such as providing a full story on the user's wall to broadcast their network. I use that constantly all over the place. It's huge. Now, I'm going to stop a second because I'm getting ready to give you another quote. Or another stat, rather. If you're wondering why your network marketing business isn't growing... It could be that you're looking at the wrong demographic group. There used to be a, a myth that's still there that, hey, anybody within three feet, just talk to them, bring them into your business, whatever, slap it up against the wall, whatever sticks, sticks, whatever doesn't, doesn't. That's not accurate. And the reason I say that is because I'm seeing how companies have broken their demographics down. I'm getting ready to do a review on Longevity's cosmetic line for teens, and guess what? My teen girls are the one using the makeup. It sure the heck ain't that. 
Avon has got a teen line. Amway's got a teen line. BK's brought out a, a young uh, a way for teens to get into the business. Different demographic groups. You've got to go for a younger generation if you want your business to sustain itself. Listen to this stat. 68 of your users, 18 to 24 years old, clicking on the new like button, do so to gain further information about the brand and the product. Think about that for a second. If you're a company owner listening to me today, I would strongly suggest you get your team focused in on some of the online games that allow advertising and find one that would be focused in on your business. If you're an organic company, you might want to go to farmland and see if you could advertise in farmland where they're building farms. And you could have the first organic presence in farmland. I mean, think about that. I'm talking legitimate marketing opportunities for you guys if you, if you focus on this. The average user clicks the Facebook like button nine times each month. Man, I'll do that in a day. But I'm constantly engaged with people. I, I, I love people so much. I want to see them succeed. I want to see them grow. I want to come to. I want to help them find solutions. See, that's the key. Coca-Cola receives four new fans on Facebook per second. Well, that's because they're a good Southern company. Listen to this. This is this is interesting here. In recent studies, users who liked a Houston-based coffee chain made 36% more visits to the brick-and-mortar store than their non-liking counterparts and claim to have a 41% greater loyalty to the brand. Now, that's just a small Houston chain. If they like it and it's local, they hang out at it. That's why if you're a local business, you must, this isn't a should I, you must have a presence on Facebook and other social sites like Foursquare and all that where they can connect with you. Advertising on Facebook is expected to hit four billion in U.S. in 2011. Now I want to, I want to, I want to hit something on this. I, my mama would tell you this. My dad, I know would. Okay, I always go against the flow. Okay, it, it, it's really dumb to me to go hang out with the crowd. Never, always was, always will be. That's why I went into the Marine Corps, not the Navy. So here's here's what I want you to think about. If advertising is expected to hit $4 billion. If Facebook in the recent months has superseded Google in traffic, then wouldn't it be wise to go to Bing or Yahoo to do some of your advertising? Why would you want to go and get lost in the crowd? Now, understand here, this may sound a little bit contradictory, but it's not. Listen, hear me out here. You have a presence on Facebook. You're going to be connecting with people on Facebook. Why advertise there? Let the organic search work for you. Get, let, let you go out and get connected with your friends and family and your and your consumers and and your patron, all that kind of stuff on Facebook. But instead of advertising and getting whacked out with all the noise, if you were to go to Yahoo or Bing, if you were to go over to a smaller social site and do some advertising where nobody else is really focused in on it just now. What would you attract? I'll even take it a step further. One of the sites I love to hang out with, this is not for everybody, but it's called Shout Life. It's the number one faith-based 
social side in the world. If you're in a company and you're and you're you you believe in the Lord and that's how you focus, you might want to go set up a profile over there. You might want to hang out on Shout Life. You might want to do some advertising over there because probably nobody else in your business is doing it yet. That's because I didn't listen to the radio show like you did. I'm giving you some ideas here. There's social sites just for hunting and fishing. There's social sites just for women. I mean, there's some stuff you could do here. Listen to this here. This is good. Facebook's click-through rate went down in 2010, and cost per click nearly doubled to $0.49. Advertising's up. Click-through rates are down. 624, the average number of fans a Facebook page has. Well, I'm kind of, I'm going to sound a little egotistical. Every now and then that just happens, but my fan page has more fans than that, and I feel pretty good because so far I'm, I'm above average on Facebook. Listen to this. Less than five equal recommended daily page posts for brands to avoid being used as spam, viewed as spam. Now, that's Michael's words. Let me put this to you. If you post less than five recommended page views a day, I just told you I did three. Mine weren't even for brands. But I try to limit what I put up there. I do it early in the morning and let it filter throughout the day. Get this one here. Worst offenders of spamming fans include Sapo, Portugal, uh, so Fashions Forever 21, my girls are there, who post 13, who post an average of 13 a day. That's crazy. You have to know your limits. See, listen to me. What did I just say a minute ago about maybe you need to advertise somewhere else? Maybe you, do. you don't want to be seen as a spammer no matter what you're doing. If you've got a brand, if you're running so you don't want to be seen that way, it's, it, it's just going to screw you up. 49% of American consumers give the like to brands on Facebook to gain information, but over half of them say they never view the page afterwards. That's wild. If I like something, I'm going there. Some of my stuff's so controversial, it's pathetic. Like Sons of Anarchy, which is a about a 1% motorcycle club. And I mean, they are harsh. It's a harsh language. It's a harsh lifestyle. But in my bail bond and bounty hunting days, I hung out with some of those guys, and it's realistic, and it's like, I like this show. I go visit their show on a regular basis. And and I tell you what, I'm one, again, I'm above average, because if I like your page, I'm going to go hang out, and we're going to see what it is. And if all of a sudden I see a page is no longer posting, we de- de- for, it's gone. Don't Don't waste my space on Facebook. That's how valuable it is to me. This is big. Facebook mobile. This is huge. In the last few minutes, we're going to cover this. There's 200 million active Facebook mobile users. It's, it's, my girls all use Facebook on their mobile phones. Facebook mobile users are twice as active as non-mobile counterparts. That's because it's right there. It's instant gratification. Bam, bam, bam. Let's get back with them. 70, 75% of Japan's social networking users access their favorite sites on their mobile device. That's wild. Facebook multimedia. Now we're getting to Troy's home. Facebook recently rose to the number three position in unique video streams online. All my videos go into Facebook. Now I also put them up on YouTube, Viddler, and some of the others, plus my blog. But when I put my videos up on Facebook, I know they're going to be viewed. 
Three billion photos are uploaded to Facebook each month. Five point or five billion pieces of interactive content is shared on Facebook weekly. Now I'll do that when I'm man. Sometimes I don't know how you guys are. Now I'm a, I'm gonna might embarrass some of you, but when I'm busting my butt and I'm sitting here working, and I look over to my left and I see my wife's picture on my wall, and I start to get those little butterfly feelings in my stomach. I remember getting those first time I watched her walk up a ladder. You know what I usually do? I usually go find some song of ours, and I'll post it on Facebook and tag her on her on her page. You know why? Because I know that she's going to see it. This is the power of Facebook, and this is why you need to be on Facebook. I, I can't even get to the back half of the of the chapter. That's how big it is. You need to buy Mike's book. You need to just go over to his website, go to his Facebook page, go to Amazon, the Social Media Symphony, and buy the doggone book. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about LinkedIn. You're going to find a whole lot different than Facebook. It's professional. It's to the point. They, they, don't, they don't put up with what Facebook users put up with. I defriend people over there like crazy. I don't want to be connected to somebody that's spamming the fire out of me. Focus. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. Be back here tomorrow with us on RealMentorsRadio.com. Bye now.